mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 16, 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, welcome back. One hour left. Drive Radio KLZ 560. All right, I'm going to read a text message in because this is very appropriate to some of what we've talked about today. And I'll leave out names to make sure I don't incriminate anybody, but I can't agree with this person anymore. This is just, this has gotten to the point that I feel like it's nothing more than a money grab by certain state agencies, the State Patrol being one of them. Let me read this to you. State Patrol lets Ma and Pa Kettle with a 40-foot RV behind a one-ton pickup, but requires me to have a CDL to pull my horse trailer to a rodeo. Apparently, because I or my kids might make some money at the rodeo, they deem it a commercial vehicle. Also been pulled over running empty just for having my cattle brand on the back window. Apparently, the decal makes it a commercial vehicle. What? A load of garbage. Mm-hmm. We've got catalytic converters being stolen rampantly across the state. We've got 100-plus new vehicles being stolen daily, and we're dinking around with this stuff. Sorry, folks. That's where I have a problem. State Patrol, you should be ashamed of yourself. Anybody else along those lines is pulling somebody over should be ashamed of themselves as well. we got far bigger fish to fry than whether or not some guy going to the rodeo has a CDL. Sorry. I draw the line at that. It's garbage. Absolute garbage. And if that's what my tax dollars are supporting, I am 1,000% against it. So State Patrol, if any of you guys are listening, you should be ashamed of yourselves. That is outright garbage, period. And you know what? I've got got skin in the game because I also, as an operator that owns a commercial business, I can't put a guy in a 5500 series Ram truck with a 10,000-pound dump trailer behind it without them having a CDL. But Mom Pa Kettle can get in anything they want and haul it anywhere they want with no CDL. What's wrong with that picture? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with that picture, guys? Here's the deal. I can write the check for any kind of a problem when I get pulled over on the side of the road, which is really what they're doing. Right. It's a scam by the state agencies, the state patrol included. This is not about safety. It's about money collection. This is revenue only is all it is. I don't. If you're somebody out there listening for the state patrol and you want to prove me wrong, prove me wrong. This is nothing more than a money grab, period, plain and simple. And it's garbage. Unfortunately, it's not going to stop. So you got to figure out how to play by the rules or skirt them. As far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Take your take your brand off the back window. I guess don't run with any name, you know, no no nomenclature on it if you have to. I I don't know what to tell you, but yes, yeah, skirt it if you have to. Buck and Cheyenne, you're next. Good morning and happy and prosperous New Year. Thank you, Buck. Thank Same you. to you. Uh, I got a couple items. I'm an old guy, as you're aware, 
And back in the 50s and 60s and probably in the part of the 70s, we used to buy three-quarter ton pickups, and we'd put 6,000 pounds on them, hauling weed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Never had any problems with them. They were, of course, they were overloaded and didn't have decent brakes compared to the new stuff. But they, but we didn't have problems with transmissions, engines, stuff. They didn't last as long, but they didn't break down. And so, when did it? Is it because they've started to lighten up the vehicles in the last, shall we say, 25 years? Is that where it has got to be the point that? You can't overload these like we used to uh, because they've lightened up the construction on them to meet, shall we say, emissions and mileage specs. No, in fact, I think, Buck, the vehicles today are actually better than they used to be. I think it's more of just the the speeds and the driving habits of people today versus, you know, used to be, you know, and I remember those days. In fact, we've been talking about some of this off air. You know, what you're talking about, too, keep in mind, Buck, back then we had a 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. The most you could ever drive was maybe 65. People now are driving these things at 80, 85, 90, which, by the way, is far too fast, but they still do. No, I think I think today's vehicles are actually built as heavy as they used to be. But keep in mind, we're putting a lot more garbage on them than we ever did, too. <laughs> That's true. I mean, just the creature comforts inside the truck alone is far greater than it ever yeah. used to be. Well, uh, you, when we used to talk about pickups, there was only one cab. Yep. Uh, yeah. You had a, one seat in the pickup and a uh, bench seat, and that was it. And if you had power windows yeah. and AC, you were doing really good. Well, I don't think back in the 50s and 60s they had power windows. No, they did not. Some of them had air conditioning, but even not all of those did. Yeah. The other question is, uh, we have a very tight supply line both in new vehicles and used vehicles. Mm -hmm. You, You may have some expertise there this morning. You have a crystal ball that shows at any time in the future. Are we looking at one, two, three, four, five years for this thing to uh, become like it used to be, where you could find a few vehicles on the, or a lot of vehicles on the dealers or used car lots? Uh, we just got things are so tight right now. Yep. Uh, trying to, there's no selection. Uh, COVID may be partially to blame for it, uh, and the lack of the electronics. Uh, circuits and, and and boards that are needed is, is there any, are we ever going to get back to what we used to call normal no i don't think we're ever getting back to a full normal buck i think the the manufacturers and the dealer chains will change to accommodate to some of what's going on and josh is over here you know nodding his head oh, and yeah. agreeing with me and i said this years ago and i'm going to stick to my guns i said this even during covid when all this started multiple factors caused this and it's going to take multiple things to fix it, and I'm not sure anything will ever fix it completely. Will we ever get back to the point where there's a, a gazillion cars on lots like there once was? No, and I think part of that is because I don't think the manufacturers even want that. I think they've used even what's happened here with the chip shortage and the supply chain issues as an excuse to change what they're doing on the dealer network side. They're going to be more of a boutique where buck if you want to go buy a truck you put an order in they'll deliver it and at some point in time the dealership 
uh, may be doing nothing more than just delivering vehicles, period. They'll PDR it, deliver it to you, and handle the service after the fact. Uh, it's going to change a lot of the real estate, in my opinion, that a lot of these dealerships have where there's just – you know, acres and acres of asphalt. I think a lot of that's going to go away. And in my opinion, and I said this even a year plus ago, it's going to be at least 2024 before you even see the chip shortage end of things halfway caught up. And that's a problem not only from the chip supply end of things, but the fact that I've said this before, early on I said this, it's because the manufacturers themselves got lazy they got behind on the R&D on the chips in general. They've become low man on the totem pole for the basic chips they needed. The chip manufacturers basically said, listen, we can make a whole lot more money building a chip for a phone or a chip for a, you know, for a, uh, an Xbox than we can building it for your new GMC. So the reality is they've gotten low on the totem pole. And, and, and unless they build their own plants, which I just don't see happening, Buck, They've either got to go through, which they are now, to their credit, changing the chip itself to where it's going to do more and it will be more product. It'll be more productive, I should say, more profitable for the chip manufacturers to make them for the auto industry. But we, in my opinion, are still a few years out from that happening completely. That's my opinion. And by the way, you won't hear anybody on Wall Street or anywhere else tell you what I just said. And I think that. They want to go directly. Ford wants to sell directly to you. I agree. They want to get rid of the I, I think Buck Josh is completely right there, Buck. Eventually, you'll you'll if they had their way, they'd eliminate the. De- Sorry, Mister Dealership, the manufacturer doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cadillac's already been trying to do that. They would just well, as soon. They want to go to the Tesla model, Buck, which is we're going to sell the vehicle directly to you. Well, I, I notice there's quite a consolidation of dealerships. Oh, yeah. You just wait. It's going to get worse, I think. Okay. That's my, Uh, that's, again, these are, these are my opinions. There's probably folks out there that would either agree or disagree. But, Buck, here's what's interesting. No one, no one on Wall Street or inside the industry is telling you what I am, and I don't understand why. I don't have a crystal ball. I am not the smartest guy on the planet by a long shot. But if I can figure this out, why can't anybody else? Here's my thought. No one wants to admit it because stock prices will fall if they do. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to tell you that. I think you're right, uh, on, that, right on on that. Uh, and, and here's uh, the other thing, Buck. It's criminal. They're lying. GM, Ford, Chrysler, all of them. They're lying to you. They're keeping their stock prices pumped up. They're doing it in a nefarious way. It's completely wrong, and nobody's calling them out on it. Well, uh, I don't think automobiles are the only uh, recipient of uh, the crap that's going on in Wall Street about keeping stock prices Agree. high. Agree. No, no, that, you're, you're 100% that, 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 correct. But in this case, it's really bad. I mean, when you've got... Uh, literally acres and acres and acres of Fords. I mean, even the numbers show this. It's interesting. I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to mention this today anyway, so I'm glad you brought this up. Ford F-150 numbers came out the other day for how many they sold in 2022. Don't quote me on this, but it was around 650,000 vehicles for the year. They normally sell a million. Ford was celebrating 650,000. That's 350 low from what they normally do, Buck. Tell me how that's successful. Well, I think they had a higher margin. 
Well, they did, but the bottom line is, again, they're lying to people because they're not producing as many vehicles as they once were. They're not telling people the straight-up scoop. We've got a sheriff's department up here in Cheyenne that has had, uh, you know, Ford makes a lot of the, I forget the exact name, but uh, law enforcement vehicles. And they've had, we have law enforcement vehicles that have been on order for well over a year, and they have told us, that it's going to be at least uh, uh, 23 and maybe into 24 uh, before we're going to get delivery on those. And you you brought up a great point as well, which, again, no one anywhere inside the industry is talking about. If you look at the backlog alone, I rented a vehicle uh, over the, you know, when I took my trip to Arizona recently, rented a vehicle there. I rented a Toyota Tacoma just because I rented it thinking if I couldn't get a flight home, I wanted to be able to drive home to Colorado, and I wanted something that would go over the mountain, so I wanted a four-wheel drive. That's all they had. This vehicle had almost 30,000 miles on a rental. Buck, in my lifetime, I've never rented vehicles that have as high a mileage as I've been renting the last couple of years, which tells you there's a huge backlog that they still have to fill before they even fill the orders for you and I. So what I think they're doing right now, I can't verify this, but what I think's happening is they are allocating a certain amount of vehicles to each segment of the marketplace. So many goes to fleet, so many goes to government agencies, and so many are going to the retail public. And they're dividing those up accordingly. I don't know who at the factory is deciding who gets what, but in my opinion, that's what they're doing right now. So there's no panic on any one of those three levels. Uh, You're right on on that. I do know, or at least I, I can't verify, but I've heard it from quite a few reputable sources. Ford has allocated just so many vehicles to Wyoming, and I, I, I don't know about the GM or Chrysler side, but they have just allocated, you've got like, uh, shall we say 50,000, I don't remember the number, and that's all of the vehicles for all of Wyoming. Doesn't so, I, That um, would not shock me, and I'll bet you, Buck, I'm not a betting man, but I would bet you that Ford and uh, you know, GM, sorry, GM and Stellantis, you know, Ram are doing the exact same thing, guaranteed. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I tend to agree with you. So, uh, and again, Buck, that what's is, sad is these are not being talked about anywhere but on shows like mine. No one else is talking about this. No, I, uh, of course, with all of the uh, crap going on in D.C., <laughs> uh, there's too many other news items. Yeah, true. Oh, the, the thing that though that, that gets forgotten in all of this is this affects. Our whole transport, and this again, you know, we look at who's in charge of our transportation in the U.S. This stuff should be talked about because this is going to affect everybody's day-to-day transportation needs. Well, uh, unfortunately, you and I don't have enough dollars to lobby in D.C. You're correct, and that's where a lot of this stuff is. You're correct. Being made, uh, we're not we're not going to get anybody in. I don't care whether it's Republican or Democrat. They're not going to investigate the big automobile companies because they're not putting out enough cars. Because there's too many other things that they can make much more publicity on, maybe garner more votes or at least uh, uh, garner more lobbyist money by investigating this, that, or the other. So, you, you want my uh, other opinion on why it doesn't happen, Buck? Most politicians, I've met a lot of these guys and gals, and I'll just tell you straight up. Most of them are as dumb as rocks. I'm saying that straight up honest because they are. And frankly, Buck, they don't understand anything you and I just talked about. I'm being straight up honest. They don't know. 
Well, most of them have been career politicians, especially the ones yep. in D.C. Yep. And they have never had to meet a payroll nope. or anything of that sort. Nope, never. Look at it, and, and, and all they've ever done is be yes man, so we garner more votes so we can move up. We, ha- we have a, a political industry in this country, and it is doing bad things to the country you got it as a whole 100 percent we used to have we used to have citizen legislators citizens in dc that'd be there a few years and then come back used to have a lot of businessmen now we've got a lot of attorneys there attorneys are by nature they are adversarial uh whereas uh people in business are entrepreneurial yep and we have that's one of the problems. You got it. Uh, and I probably alloc- taken my allocated no, time. No, you're fine. Wanted, it was, that uh, was a great conversation, uh, Buck, and needed talked about, so appreciate it very much. I, I want to say uh, here, here to the guy taking his kids to the rodeos and his yeah. horse trailer. That, that is so much BS. Grandma and Grandpa, and I'm one of them, can pull whatever they want to and uh, have no test whatsoever. I used to have a CDL, but I gave it up, so I don't need it. But they are are actually a much bigger hazard to the on the highway than most of the professionals. Yep, you're correct, Buck. Appreciate so, you, man, very much. Have a great great rest okay. of your day up in Cheyenne. We got two calls waiting. Lucy and Mark, hang tight. We'll come right back to you guys. And all I can say is everything I just said is good for the folks at Ridgeline Auto Brokers and that because you're not going to have enough new cars around to supply things. You're going to have to buy used cars. It's as simple as that. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303 
That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Lucy and Golden, you're next. Hi, John. Good to talk to you. Thank you. As a 50-year-old single gal, I wanted a reliable car. Okay. And knowing that Toyota makes cars that last 300 to 400,000 miles, I went to a Lexus dealer and I bought a brand new RX 300 all-wheel drive. Good for you. Good car. So I've now owned it for 20 years, and I've done a lot of preventive maintenance including oil changes every 3,000 miles. And okay. even when it sustained hail damage, I bought it back from the insurance company. <laughs> Good for <laughs> you. It was mechanically perfect. Good for you. So I was commenting to someone, John, I love my car and it has over 200,000 miles on it, and they asked me if the transmission fluid was ever changed. I kept all my records on the car, and I checked the records, and I had taken it to Lexus authorized dealerships for major maintenance. And the service writer never brought up changing the transmission fluid. How many miles do you have on it now, Lucy? 202,000. Yeah, it should have been done about four times by now. Well, my question to you is, why wasn't that brought up to me as an option, even if it was a pricey? Great question. I, that one I wish I could answer, Lucy. They didn't do their job. That's all I can say. Well... My car is mechanically still great. I do have a rear main seal leak, which I'm monitoring. It's not bad. Okay. But someone told me the debris in the transmission fluid is all that's holding it together. Do not change it now. Do you agree with that? I would probably agree with that at this point. I mean, here's the deal. Even if you changed it and something happened, that's liable to happen at some point in time anyway. So it's a matter of where you're at right now, Lucy, it's a matter of, how long do you want to keep that car? Because if it's still running and it's drivable and it's tradable, which it is, do you want to go buy another RX and just call it good or something else like it? Well, I bought it with the idea of driving it into the ground because I've spent so much money on preventive maintenance. Okay. I mean, you're at 200K now. You could put a transmission in it and probably get another 200 out of the car without too much trouble, but you're going to spend... Guys, help me out here. Probably seventy five hundred or so, putting a transmission in it. Yeah, seventy five or eight for a new one. Yeah, yeah. So you you kind of got to outweigh all. You know, you got to weigh out all of your options there, Lucy, cost wise. Because putting a transmission in it, which it, you're if you're at two hundred, never change the fluid. Your days are already numbered. Mm-hmm. That's what I was told by a car guy. They um, are correct. Yeah, okay, good to know. Now, here's what's, here's what's ironic to me, that no one at Toyota or Lexus told you to do a transmission right. service throughout those whole 200,000 miles. That one I am baffled by. Well, I have all the paperwork. I kept all the records, hard copies, and no one ever brought it up. My question would be, these cars are notorious for transmissions going out. I think I've been lucky. but You've been very lucky. Have- the engines last for years. Yes, but they do. Toyota and Lexus cost so much now. I'd like to drive this car, 
so I'm thinking perhaps drive it until I can, as long as I can and hope it holds out and not do anything and then look for another car. What do you suggest as car If you're going to look for another car, do it now while that car still moves. Mm-hmm. You've got more okay. value in it movable now, and I'm not telling you to be dishonest, but you don't have to give full disclosure on all of what you're saying as far as transmission services and all that go, and I wouldn't do that on to somebody on a retail basis, but if you found somebody where you found the right car and you could make the right trade and all of the numbers worked out, I would. Okay. Um, it makes me sick because I hope to put three hundred to 400,000 miles on it. Well, And again, this you lesson, could, but you're going to spend 7500 on a transmission. Yeah, well, I'll have to weigh that out to the new car cost Correct. because cars are so outrageous. Correct. Um, would Lexus have any liability at all for never giving me the option to change it if Probably the transmission not. does go out? No. Not a 200, seems- no. They're going to say you got 200,000 out of account your blessings, and they're right. Yeah, but I ran into a guy with an F-150 he bought new, and he's got 549,000 miles on it. Yeah. If you do proper maintenance, they'll run that long. No problem. I- I'm yeah, shocked well- that they never told you to do a transmission service. I'm just flabbergasted by that. Well, I was told by the guy who commented on this that in my particular vehicle, it's so much trouble and so much work, they just never threw it out I to me. I don't care. That's, an ex- that's, a, that's a lame excuse. Well, I went to them recently and talked to the service manager at the Lexus dealer, and he said, we'll be happy to change it for $600. For $600. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot for that service. That's a lot yeah. for that. You could do that oh. in a, at an independent much cheaper. But at this but point, I wouldn't touch say, it. Don't change it. Yeah, okay. I would not. I would not change it at this point where you're at. I mean, here's the thing: you could change it, and it could last a little while, or it could go out very soon. Your days are numbered on the transmission on that vehicle. Period. Right now, you've got some big decisions to make. Okay, I appreciate your input. Thank you're you very so welcome. much, and no. happy New Year. To Thank you. you, Lucy. Happy New Year to you. And I'm sorry for that because those. Those uh, that transmission service should have been recommended to you long before now, several times over. By the you way, you know, John. My other question would be: if they're not selling a transmission service, what else they, aren't they selling? Have they not sold a timing belt on it. Should be on a second, Good almost point. third yeah. timing belt on Good that point. car too. Great point, Justin. Oh. Great point, Mark in Denver. You're next. Hi, John. It's Mark Hunter. How are hey, you? Mark. Good. How are you? Happy Good. New Year, hey, sir. Are you going to be at this? Yeah, you too. Are you going to be at the Sportsman Show? You know, I don't know. I've, I've not seen Scott in several weeks, so honestly, I don't know. I, I, I know I'm going to stop by no matter what, but I don't know if we're going to broadcast from there. Oh, well, I was wondering because I'd like to finally meet you face-to-face. I'll, I'll probably be floating around most likely Friday, not Saturday. Okay, okay. All right. So that's why I'm going to be there is Friday, too, so I'll just kind of hang out at the booth and uh, okay. look you up. So, okay. any rate... You just insulted a rock compared to a politician. True. I did insult the rock. You are correct, Mark. You did insult the rock. You did. So, at any rate, uh, in question, and I'll get out of your way. So, you know I have the two towels, the one I had rebuilt, and uh, the other one, the 18. And I'm going to be towing about 6,600 pounds with the Porsche. So, understanding 5.3... It's probably pretty marginal for towing. I'm not buying another vehicle, but do you think 6,600 pounds is okay to tow? How much again? 6,600. Yeah, that's towards the max. Yeah, it is towards, but I'm not buying another car. I guess I'll just be in a slow lane. 
Now, didn't they do some upgrades to the five three? I don't remember. Well, they did. I mean, the newer the newer one, the eighteen's got a hundred more horsepower than the old one I just had rebuilt. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine, but it's not the six liter or whatever. But you kind of explained everything to you. It says it's max point, but you know, if I take it easy, it's not going to hurt it. You'll be okay. Yeah, and, and really quick too, Mark. Stuff. Don't forget, you know, you can always use the text line. If I go to the expo, it'll be before I do my show here, of course, on Fridays. But I'm I'm going to do my best to stop in there before the show Friday. Uh, so if you're, you know, if you're if you're there, text me and I'll let you know whether I'm there or not. Okay, sounds good. I look right. forward to finally meeting you face to face. Appreciate it, Mark. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Have a you good bet. day. You bet. Take care. All right. With that, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three to one buy-downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? 
Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Geez, I'm all choked up from all the yelling. Somebody, Charlie asked if I needed blood pressure medicine a minute ago. <sighs> Some of this today's got me going. So I'm going to put one on hold really quick. Hang tight. Larry's going to screen your call in just a minute. I just put you on hold. Uh, he'll be right there. John and Cheyenne, you're next. You know, I was out pushing snow, and uh, I was getting really hot when you were talking about how Grandpa pulling his fifth wheel doesn't need a CDL, but yep. the horse trailer does. Yep. And it just reminded me, back in the day, I drove a bus. I drove a 40-foot Prevost oh, bus. Nice. I needed, a, I needed a CDL Class B with a passenger and an air brake endorsement yep. to drive that bus for hire. Yep. Meanwhile, you see, you see Grandpa on I eighty blocking the left lane because he won't go above fifty five, right. driving that same forty foot frame, right? Yep. And he no don't CDL. CDL for that. Nope. He don't. John, nope. that whole thing, in my so, opinion, needs a redo some way, somehow, because what happens is right. state patrol and state agencies, whether it's Wyoming, Utah, Colorado, you name it, they target. Those individuals that are quote unquote commercial because they know they can extract money from them, and Grandpa gets a pass. Oh, yeah. yeah, and but what it is is some of these people driving a forty foot bus with dual wheels in the back that doesn't drive like your passenger car. No, it does not. You got to know how to make turns and stuff. Correct. And you see it a lot where they are like one second away from killing somebody. You're correct, but you know. And they're at 70, and I'm probably going to get yelled at by some of the older listeners, but at 70 years old, can you even pass your CDL physical? Well, and I will tell you this, John, and I'm not trying to, you know, again, I'm not (laughs) trying to knock him. I'm 58, and I will tell you. Yeah, I'm 61. Even personally, I can tell you that my reaction time, my reflexes from when I was Justin's age, who Justin's much younger. How old are you, Justin? 35. Okay. When I was 35, my reaction time driving even was much sharper than it is today. And I'm only 58, John. I can notice it. I, I know I need to take a double look at I times know. versus a single look and so on. And I do those things because I know that's what I need. But uh, give me another 20 years and your point well taken, by the way. Yeah, and I'm, I'm 61 and I... No, I've slowed way down, yep. you know, from what I was at yep. 35 or It happens, John. I mean, it's called age. Yeah, but letting these people without even taking 
any kind of a test drive something that is I know hard. Well, I'll give you a prime. I'll give you a prime example. You see them when the wind's up in Wyoming, and they'll say no uh, light or high profile vehicles, and they'll go down the interstate, and they can't hold the lane. I know that thing's pushing all over. I know, and so, but to a vehicle question, you yes. know, I got the I got the twenty three Forerunner. The guy at the dealership says, "Oh, you can run that for ten thousand miles before you change the oil." No, I you can't. Like, that, no, I, bad idea. No, I not John. You know me. I'm a Mobile One and a and a Napa Platinum guy, so I ain't gonna run anything for ten thousand. What do you recommend? Five, five, five? six k on that vehicle would be fine. Five preferable. If you five. had to stretch it one or two times, you could, but around five k. So if you stretch it to yeah, ten thousand miles, it will make it past the warranty. And that's their goal. Right. Yeah. They just want to get it to the warranty, and then it's going to fail on you because it wasn't changed often Well, and for all of those listening, Justin is is spot on. What they're trying to do, John, you know this, but for those of you listening that may not know, on any Monroney or window sticker, you will see on Uh there, there's a cost of maintenance, cost of ownership that's written on Mm -hmm. to the window sticker. They're doing some of those things, John, that you're mentioning to keep that total cost of ownership down. So when somebody's looking at one sticker to another, they can see that this one costs less or more than the other. It's all a bunch of nonsense. None of them, none of them are accurate because they're all inflating their maintenance schedules greatly. Every manufacturer. And if there was a manufacturer sitting in front of me, I would tell them the same thing. They would deny it, but they'd be lying. So, one other question. On the transmission in that, what are you thinking? 35, 40? Check it at 35, yes. And it depends depends on if you're towing, you know, what you're doing with the vehicle and so on. But, yes, I would start at 35 by just looking at it. The the heat breaks down that fluid. So if you're driving up in the mountains, you're creating more heat, more friction. If you're towing, you're creating more heat, more friction. Correct. I'd probably probably recommend 30,000. Yeah. John, he doesn't understand that I, the road to my house from the county. He, road he's got friction. He's got some, he yeah. got yeah. some he's friction. He's there. Yes. Yes. He's yeah, that guy. Probably 30,000. Uh, yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> okay. So then, quick question it, Can I have that done at my um, my regular mechanic? You and sure is there can. a PG transmission? Yes, you can. Can you use the PG? Yes. Sweet. Most certainly. If, if I remember right, and. You can, because they're a sponsor, you would know this. If you do it every 30,000 miles on the BG side, they'll guarantee the transmission forever. Yes, they yes, will. Yes, they will. So that might be worth it. And then the last question, John, they threw me two free, well, they said free maintenance for 25,000 miles, which is two oil changes. Should I just get the, I can go in whenever I want. Should I let them do the first two since they're free? Providing they're using a high-quality oil filter and full synthetic fluid, a lot of these dealers will give you that deal. They'll use a semi-synthetic and a crappy oil filter, so if that's mm-hmm. what they're doing, no, right, bypass forget it. That. Forget that. Yeah, I'll ask. What you got to ask what they're using on the that. front side. And then you got to verify okay. once they do it because, they'll again, they'll cheat. I know these guys too, all too well. They'll cheat. <laughs> um, so this is the new Toyota guy in, in, uh, color, in Cheyenne. Ken Garf? Don't know him. Dealership? Okay. 
They just took over the old one. The old guy was terrible. I wouldn't have okay. bought the vehicle from him. These okay. guys seem decent. Again, as long as All you're right. asking and you know what they're putting in it, as long as it's either a Toyota filter uh-huh. or an equivalent, and it's it's full synthetic oil, which it has to be anyways. But, man, I've known these guys to put semi-synthetic yeah. or other in because they're giving you a free, quote-unquote, oil change. Well, they said... They said 25,000 miles worth of maintenance was included in the purchase price, which means they added $500 somewhere underneath, the, you know, along the way. And now they're saying it's, mar- it's free. And it's also a marketing but. tool because they know <laughs> if they offer that to you, you're going back there and they're going to try to get the transmission service that Justin just mentioned and mm-hmm. other things out of nope. it at the same time that you're going to have to pay for. I think that vehicle is actually well, due for differential services every 15000 too. Once I, a year, I, usually. I, Curious if that's actually Once included he, in that. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think. And you know what? Same thing. I'll unless there's something that would void the warrant warranty, I'll use the BG service because same thing on the differences. Yes. I think their warranty is. Yep. You know, and two twenty on my eleven Ram with the four seven had five. Just had its fifth BG service because there you go. The mechanic up here said 50,000 miles on the transmission. For he that is correct. It's fine. And that I've had a BG every time and have no issues at all with the tranny, no issues with the diff. So, Good deal. I mean, it's always worth it to pay that little extra for the BG. That's right. You're a good man. John, thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. Have a good We'll do it. Jerry and Greeley, hang tight. We'll come back, take uh, your uh, call, plus a couple others probably in this last segment. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Jerry, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Um, regarding Lucy's transmission fluid yeah. questions, I wondered if possibly she might have had it in for, you know, whatever they call it, their 45,000-mile service. And they did it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possible, Jerry. Possible. Although, although Lucy's pretty sharp. I'm guessing she would have remembered her remembered them telling her. Now, if they just slipped it in on a 50K, 75K service and not told her, yeah, that I could see happening. But Lucy's sharp. I doubt if they specifically said it, she didn't catch that. But you're, you could be correct. And if she's listening, look at your 120K service. Because that's you. when my schedule says it's due. So Yeah, Lucy, if you're still – and by the way, Lucy, I should have mentioned this earlier. If you want personal help on all of this, call Justin at Ridgeline – Auto brokers up in Boulder. Give your number really quick, Justin. 303-442-4141. And if you forget that, go to the website, drive-radio.com. That same number is there. And, yeah, call Justin. Jerry, great point. Lucy, if you're still listening, well, call Justin. Yeah. He can help you walk through some of that, even look at some of your paperwork yeah, happy and determine it. what's going on and help you with that. Jerry, you, you just brought up a great point, by the way. Well, the other thing, if there's any question, she could send a sample to Blackstone or one of those outfits who will analyze it. True. Or she could probably just smell it and put a drop on a white rag and see if it's all brown and stinky. Just drive it up to the guys and, you know, up to we Justin and let it. them look at yeah, it. would be the best thing to, to do. She's, only, she's in gold and she's not that far away. Yep. Right, thanks, guys. You bet, Thank Jerry. You. Great point, by the way. Thank you for that very much. Uh, Dan in Minnesota, what's going on? Hey guys, hey, it's uh, it's like summer here. It's sunny and 19. 19. Heat wave. It's sunny and 43 here, and the snow's starting to melt a little bit. Oh, that's nice. I'll tell you what, I was listening to Dennis and you earlier, and he was talking about, yeah, I cook out on the grill in the winter, and at that time it was minus one. So you go, nah, I'm not doing much cooking on the grill at minus one. No, that's a little chilly. I don't even think you get the grill hot enough. But hey guys, um, I'll tell you what, one of the things when you move, I, you, you, I tell you what, you miss your shop that works on your car. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a huge thing. And, it is. Uh, but but um, and and I don't know what it is about these dealerships, but they do not stress changing transmission fluid. And I was just looking at mine. You know, I put a new transmission in fifty four thousand miles ago, six months ago, and uh, now I'm sitting here thinking, do I need to get the transmission fluid changed in this one? Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but they never bring it up. It's just unbelievable. I don't know why they, they don't. Well, up. I do know why. Because they feel if you can go a certain amount of mileage with it the way it is, then they've got a guaranteed transmission replacement, and that's what they're after, in my opinion. Or they sell you a new car. Yeah. Okay. No, that that makes sense. That makes sense. One but of the two. I'll tell you what. If 
if you get a good mechanic, a good shop, and Colorado Select has got a ton of them, you know, it's so important. You have these guys, they always make the list of things that you need to do, things yep. to watch out for, this is coming up. And I, I miss that about Legacy. They just, they, you guys, you guys always had something. And it was important because, you know, I treat this like a fleet car. This is not an everyday driver. I'm, right. You know, I'm still putting 2,000 to 2,500 miles a week on the car. And, you know, it just needs to be maintained. Right, it does. And it, it's just so important. It's great so point. Important. You yeah. guys provide a great, great service. And then, John, you kind of do, too, with this crazy radio show that makes you feel guilty every <laughs> Well, Saturday. thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Dan. Right, guys. Take care. Hey, man, appreciate you. you. Stay right. warm. Appreciate you very much. Barbara in Denver, you're next. Go ahead, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you. Am I talking to John yet? You are, Barbara. Go ahead. What can we do for oh, you? I'm sorry about that. How are you, John? Doing very well. I think I made a dumb decision. Well, <laughs> let's hear it. I have had owned many vehicles in my life and times. I'm like... Oh, in my, I'm a senior. Anyways, I hop around on my job, and I had a Ford Fusion go out on me, 2006, which sits at my house now. And I was driving it just fine, had an oil change consistently, I believe. And um, one day it drove fine, smoothly, always drove smoothly. I went to it um, about three months ago, and it was making this loud flapping sound coming from underneath the driver's side. And I was told after taking it to have two inspections done, first by Monty, second by an independent mechanic that's located on Colorado at Yale. Okay. Both said, you need a new engine. So one gave me a $7,000 quote, the first. The second said, you may not need an full engine, but you may just need an engine block. So he told me, I would be willing to let you look around and find the engine, but it's going to cost you about 4200 a little over. Okay. So, meanwhile, I have a 2003 Ford Ranger truck, and it began to leak. And I was told 2000 on that because I was told by one Meineke guy not far from where I live, 2200 to repair it. What should I do? And I purchased another car. I purchased the car about three months ago. Because I really need a vehicle, and it had 198,000, and I've been driving it. It's over 200 now. It's 201,000. What's what kind of vehicle is it, Barbara? 2012 Kia. Okay, 2012 Kia. Not good underneath the hood. (laughs) Well, first of all, I would get another opinion. Not saying that the engine diagnosis on the first car isn't accurate, but I would still have somebody give you probably a third opinion just to make sure that, in fact, is the case. On the oil leak on the Ranger, yeah, I would definitely get somebody to give you a straight-up a straight up opinion. Whereabouts are you located? It says Denver on my screen, but where in Denver, Barbara? I am in Adams County, unincorporated Denver. 
which is close to 84 Federal Heights area. You're, you're about, you, the guys from Boulder here, which it's not that far of a drive for you now. The fusion's a little different because it, does the, does the fusion still move and run, or is it dead in the water? The fusion drives. The fusion starts okay. just perfectly. Okay, it my thought on that out. would be two things here. Get it up to Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. Let's get some analysis done of everything. And mm-hmm. if they find that we've got fixable vehicles, then fine. We address it accordingly. If they're not, these guys can look at what do you do to sell them and pass these off maybe to somebody else. They may take them, sell them for you. Think, mm-hmm. I mean, again, there, there's options here, Barbara, but we need to get the vehicles up to Boulder at Legacy and have them do an inspection on them. And let's look at all three, the Correct. Kia 2. Kia 2, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah to pick well, the best of the three right to, for you to keep driving. Exactly. Great point, and Whichever Josh. one needs the least work, amount of work and is the best shape, then you keep. And there you go. We'll figure out to and get rid of the other two. The, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know... But we can we can give you an idea of yeah. where to go with it. Sure. So will you give me the name of the mechanic? Or we sure this? will. It's go ahead, Josh. Legacy Automotive, and the phone number is 303-396-0555. Yeah, 396-0555. And I can call to make an appointment. You sure can. Yeah, mm-hmm. call, call and talk and to Christian. Tell them you listen to the show. You were talking to us on Saturday, and they'll help you, Barbara. Should I start with the Ford Fusion? Yeah, I think we should start there, yes. That's the worst of the three. Let's start there. Will do. Okay. Thanks so much. Barbara, thank thank you. And, And, again, for all of you listening, if you need Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder or Legacy Automotive, you can find them at our website. So if you're driving and you didn't get a chance to write down those numbers Josh just gave, drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. Everything's listed there. Jeff in Steamboat Springs, how are you? Happy New Year, sir. Hey, Happy New Year to you. I'm good. I told Larry I was going to have to get uh, alternate therapy. You guys didn't get back pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're here now. Okay, thank God. No, but I had to tell you, I, I did get rid of the 2002 all road, okay. RV all road to some very nice folks from Colorado Springs. Nice. They came. They came up and uh, took us to lunch, and we settled the thing. No, not a quabble or a nice. squibble on. Good for you. And just great folks. We're going to stay in touch so I can see it. Nice. After it's done. Nice night. That's yeah. always fun. Good for you. Yeah, you know it's been it's good. I can get everything in the barn now. But I had my son. Our son was coming back for Christmas. On went wanted to come back from Bozeman on the Wednesday before Christmas, and all the roads in Wyoming were closed. Yeah. So he didn't get back till that Friday, and then on the return, he left on Monday, two, you know, 2nd of January, got to Rollins, and had to spend the night there, and then had to do a huge backtrack the next day to get over to I-25 at Wheatland and got home, but after that, it wasn't bad. Hmm. Of all the years he's been up here, that's the first time we've had any hmm. trouble getting him back. So anyway, it is rough. It is rough you. in a lot of parts of the country, as you know. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be flying then. Good stuff, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, good to talk to you. Thanks hey, you again. too, Jeff. Appreciate you very much. No nope. pleasure. Happy yep. New Year, man. Appreciate you. And those of you, by the way, really quick, selling cars like Jeff just talked about a moment ago. If you need any help, even on what paperwork. You need what you should do. You can always call the guys at Ridgeline. Justin will help walk you through that. 
Uh, it's really easy. And for those of you wanting to buy a car, even if you're not buying it through Ridgeline, you just want to know about the car, Carfax, things like that, these guys are more than willing to help you with that. We're absolutely happy to help you. You know, there's always... Um, how should I say this? We learned today. Always different angles when it comes to this new used car purchase sale, all of that. Every single time we do this, there's new things that come up. We're going to continue to have these guys back as time goes by. So you'll be hearing Justin on a more routine basis than you've heard him in the past. We enjoy having you. You do a great job. Yeah, thank you very much. So thank you. Glad Josh, thanks for being a partner with us. I appreciate you as well. Thank you. Good stuff. Happy New Year to all of you listening. Larry Unger, thank you very much. Charlie Grimes as well. Guys, Sportsman of Colorado is next. This has been Drive Radio KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.